Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Engage Collab Create 3. Make some noise for yourself. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, baby. This you is the first so time. Beautiful. This is the first time I'm about to do a live podcast on stage with Keep It Basement Creative Collective Show. Let's go. Let's go. Take Yo, it from here, Tom. what is up? We are Keep It Basement. I know you guys are probably like, who the fuck are these guys? But we are three comedians. We do a podcast and we do online videos and we do a lot of good shit in New Jersey. And we met Dan and Zach and they asked to do a live pod here. So now we're doing it. First time ever. So give it up for yourselves one more time. Thanks yeah, for coming thank out. Thank you guys Shout for out coming Strix. out. For real. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, shout out to Strix for having us. Yeah, thank oh, yeah. you, Strix Media. Thank you guys all for coming out. This is going to be a really dope event. Uh, I don't know. What do you want to start with, guys? I don't know. I just want to start with y'all for coming and why you guys are here. You guys all creators in some sort of aspect or you're, you know, musicians, entrepreneurs, videographers, whatever the hell you do. I see about $6 million worth of cameras here. <laughs> so I assume you guys are good with those because I'm not. And computers are good with it. Computers, videographer, all that, all that good shit. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Shout out to the creators. Yeah, really. You guys are, you guys are why we're we here. We love the great. creators of the oh, space. No. This is really your chance to engage again, collaborate, engage with each other, network with each other, um, work on cool, fun projects, and keep the creative atmosphere alive. Yeah, I like yeah. this. It's definitely a good example, like building a local following. I like what Strix is doing. Good vibe in here. Fuck yeah. yeah. I also love the outfits. We probably should have spruced up our Halloween vibe. I see a couple wizards. Anything else? Can't really see you guys, but... Scream it out if you got a dope costume. <laughs> yeah, really. What are you in the purple suit, Prince? Oh, <laughs> same guy, same dude. <laughs> yeah, Prince is the Willy Walker for black people. I'm not even gonna lie to any of you guys. Prince walked in here. I knew I got a golden ticket. Fuck yeah, man. And he had 12 Oompa Loompas working. Anybody for him as well. else? Costume? What were you saying? Ballroom dancer. Ballroom dancer. Hell yeah. Shit. Fuck yeah, man. How about you guys? Who else? Anybody else? What is it? Venom. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I, just, I just heard. I didn't even see it. So <laughs> I'm about to get beat up by a dude in a Venom costume. <laughs> just beat me up with the mask. <laughs> we'll film it. It's about to be amazing. I'm big on the superhero guys. Why? Did you guys all see Joker? Yeah. I heard uh, that, a couple no's, a couple yeah. All you videographers are probably like, I could make this fucking movie, right? Everyone's saying it's the greatest thing they ever saw. What'd you guys think? You liked it? Fantastic. A little slow. I could, I could get with that. But Joaquin, a creepy vibe. Though, right? a, little, a little spooky. I'm not going to lie. I like I liked Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix as the Joker better than Heath. What? A little bit. Whoa, yeah, yeah, hot yeah, take. yeah. That's yeah. a hot take. Hot it take. is a hot take. Uh, I heard a yeah. Uh, who is it? See, you liked Joaquin better than Heath? I think he's just had like more of like the persona and like is in his posture. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I could see that. I didn't really compare the two because like Joaquin, it's from the beginning and, and Heath kind of just shows up as a psychopath already, right? So like I like both of them though. I thought they were both great. Yeah, true. I don't know. What would you think? I didn't see the other one. Oh, you didn't no, you didn't see it yet? The new new? No yeah, spoilers. I didn't see it yet. Are you gonna spoilers? I wanna see it. It looks really good. I wanted to see that shit so bad I took eyes. my eleven year old sister to watch that shit. And <laughs> is she petrified now? Oh no, she's great. Okay. She's great. <laughs> she's smiling, killing people. Now she's getting in fights at school. Getting into fights at school. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude, she got into her first fight at school today, bro. Are you serious? Yeah, my little sister got into her first fight in school today. Oh, my God. What the hell happened? I don't know. Uh, one kid farted in class and blamed it on a girl. She blamed it on my sister, and then it just chaos. That was Sweeney <laughs> when he was in school. Dude, it was it. Like, kids take farting so serious. I don't know why, but yeah, yeah. Enough <laughs> to where, yeah, my little sister got chipped up a little bit, but she's fine. She's good. And are you guys right. getting fights in school? She raised her hand Dude, very she, quickly. She's the best, the bro. I want to fuck with her. Yeah, so I'm, many stories. <laughs> come on, if you ever want to, you know, interrupt us, take the mic. Yo, if you, you want to tag me in, I'm or out. fight Tom Zappia. Come over here. I don't fight women. Yo, shout out to the people in the back, man. Y'all are gonna be on the recording louder than us. That's gonna be <laughs> fucking amazing. Thank you all. I get it. You guys are going over <laughs> business plans and how to make more money, but we're just trying to fucking survive the night. Be, what, what do you think of intermittent <laughs> fasting? Intermittent fasting. I, I do intermittent fasting because I'm a, a severely <laughs> overweight, and um, I think it's good. I mean, if you can get in the swing of it, are you guys on that board or no? My man Venom does it. You got to do it to, you know, get oh, out yeah. there and fight the heroes, I guess, right? <laughs> what about Sober October? Joe Rogan does Sober October. With you guys the listen to Rogan? 
Joe you guys, Rogan? You're, you're probably like, these guys are better than Rogan, right? <laughs> what do you think about Sober October? Obviously, there's a bar in the back, so... You're not doing people, it, though, right? You got a beer in your hand. Buddy, <laughs> you're cheating now. I don't think anyone here is going to be sober by the end of the night. I hope not. No, dude. October, that is not the goal, no. But I don't know who came up with Sober October in the first place. Like, October, I think, is like the best month to be fucked up all month. It's and like it's a fine. shitty poet. It's Octoberfest. How it? do you stay in none of that? Yeah, dress how you want. Whatever. It's October, B. Like, ballroom dancer, Venom. Yo, you can dress however the fuck you want, dude. <laughs> what about No Nut November? No, Do what? <laughs> no, not November. That's impossible. Well, well uh, people do that. That's Tim Ferriss said it helped his concentration. Yeah, with a girlfriend. It's possible for you, right? Wait, I what? mean, I, no, no, no. Let's take a poll right now. Fellas, clap your hands if you're participating in No Nut November. Fucking exactly. Not by you choice. See what I'm saying, so these creators bro? have to get their nuts off. How are they going to create? No one's out of their minds, bro. Like, like, it's impossible. A month straight? Can you do that? No, I can't do a day straight. <laughs> Ladies, can you go a month straight without masturbating at all? Thanks, ballroom dancers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ballroom dancers are fucking wild. Okay, what about keeping what, it way real? What about a porn fast? <laughs> what about a porn fast though? It's different. Porn fast? Yeah, you don't. You don't. So you got to jerk off to just your memory bank. Or you can get. Or you can get the real thing. The real thing that happens. <laughs> no. The real thing is at the top of the list. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I can't make it. I think I might have. I might kill somebody by like November thirteenth. Like I don't. I don't know if I'm gonna make it all the way. Yeah, I got bored. I was searching Reddit, and there's like this no fat page, and people have done it for like months and years. I don't know how they survive. But they're like more productive. For I don't real get though? it. Yeah, they like build businesses. They're like successful, and they don't jerk off. No, I, 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 I was getting too distracted. I hate. What about you? How often are you jerking off? Come on. <laughs> A couple times a month. Couple times a month? That's a fair split, though. A month? That's a fair split. Couple times a month. A no, he's not going crazy. Damn. I thought I, I thought I cut back on a couple times a day, but you know, whatever, guys. Dang. I did do right, a Here we go. Cool. What about uh, social media fasting? Social That's me tough. We're running a business. Yo, you guys are creators. What's the what's the longest you can go without checking social media during the day? Five minutes. Years. He must be like a years? fucking... Years? Nah, that's the only dude in here with a flip phone, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, years? Shit. I could do a day. I can't do a day. I, I could do, do like day. 10 minutes, maybe? Nah, not 10. I kind of have to scroll. Yo, you have to. How do you know what's going on with the world? I don't watch the news. Everybody has a smart TV. Twitter. And Facebook, too. Facebook's addicting. Hey, shit, man. I don't know. Like... Fuck it. What is it? Social media. Wait, what were we talking about? Uh, Social media, media fasting. Fast. Yeah. You ever take a Tinder fast? <laughs> Tweety don't take Tinder fast. <laughs> no. Anyone meet on Tinder in here? Anyone? Tinder, Bumble, I like the honesty. Right I here. like the honesty. Right Yo, everyone shames these online dating apps. I know like four people who are in like significant relationships. That's not a lot in the grand scheme. From Tinder. They but work. four people that I know personally. But from Tinder. From Tinder. That's but crazy. do they lie about how they met or do they tell people they're on Tinder? They told me Tinder. All right. Hey, Do man. they like, substitute like eHarmony instead? I mean, if you're, yeah. Oh, all right. eHarmony. E eHarmony. Oh, I thought. What? What? We your man right now? Five years? Nine? From eHarmony? When the fuck is he gonna Legendary. propose? Did they actually match you up the right way? Oh, oh congratulations! Hey, 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 shit. Give it off for her. Man. Nine She's years. Got engaged. Here we go. Yeah. Thank you. Perfect example. Online, they're engaged. Nine years, dude. You know? Were you scared about like he was gonna be a weirdo like the first time you guys met? <laughs> yeah, but did you look like all the pictures that you posted when he met you in person? Because that don't work for us. All you look the same? Sometimes, sometimes they don't look like they do when they put the pictures on Tinder. Yeah, I just I love how she said we're both weirdos, so we met on eHarmony. Hey, like, that's dope. Whatever works. Same thing, like Catholics meet on Plenty of Fish. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> people people get Jesus. killed on Plenty of Fish. That's Whoa. not good. Wait, and there's that scam on Plenty of Fish where what? they're like, the cops, they say they're the cops, and you got to send money. Remember your buddy having him? Yeah, 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 my buddy got screwed no in No way. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's, like a, it's a common prank, though, that people pull on it's the It's like internet. a multi-person prank. And people are stupid. Where they, not even a prank. They're trying to get you to send money to them, like, unsolicited for whatever and they pretend like you were talking to an underage girl. Damn. Not good. Damn, sounds like a raid. Yeah. Nah. No, he was freaking out. He, oh, he was on the like detectives and stuff. Jeez. Now, the worst I've ever had with a dating app is, uh, you know how Tinder, if you like somebody by accident, 
like they don't let you take it back. Yeah. <laughs> right? But I figured it out. If you hold on to the heart till your phone dies, it doesn't go through. <laughs> <laughs> and I did that. I was on 73. It was yeah, a long strong one handed day. Alex got some strong fingers. <laughs> for still, everybody involved. I still follow old matches on social media. I don't want to let go. Yeah, like, we not that on a creepy vibe, but I just want to see their life and how they evolve and everything after they ghost to me. More like, oh. like, like observing. Yeah, I, I just you. want to see I what's going you. on. I don't, and I want them to listen to my podcast. Just so I to want to confirm promote. their life is I'm better like, come without on, you. Listen to my podcast, please, at least, for ghosting me. Oh, yeah. Or Wait, you go like, on dating apps just to push the pod? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Oh, I love this I guy. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. Yeah. Check out Are this you podcast. Surprised? <laughs> Especially if they have Caller Daddy in the bio, like Daddy Gang or whatever it is. I'm like, nah, listen to Cuba Basement. You'll like it better. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Good good media, you know? I say that. We live over here? We're not live over there. No, you're not live on the camera? Fuck it, whatever. Cool, We're live man. in here, though. That's all that matters. You're right. That is Yo, all Yo, are you guys matters. all from Jersey? Dude, you where are from? just wow. nothing that where, we are. Where are you from? Where are you from? Okay. You came to, from Sleepy Hollow? Oh, nice. Spooky. Okay. Sleepy, ah, Sleepy Hollow. You got money. Spooky, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's dope. Spooky Sleepy side. Hollow? Nah, Sleepy Hollow's dope, bro. Isn't that a very nice area? Yeah. My parents took me there on Halloween. They give you $2 bills, you know? <laughs> I'm not even yo. lying to you. Like, wow. my parents kept all the money. I got the candy. Who knew? You know, it was whatever. Hey. Any, any haunted areas over there? Ah, oh, fuck that. Did you ever go inside? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Uh, something, something tells me you did definitely check that place out. Like, yeah. You, you seem adventurous, I feel like you might have slept over one night. <laughs> hocus pocus. <laughs> All right, you're freaking me out now. That's not cool. You got any friends. friends. I'm not sleeping in a cemetery overnight. <laughs> I've never slept in a cemetery because of, like, my friends, but I have been arrested because of my friends. So, like, there's that. I don't know. Do you have been arrested because of your boys? No, Sweeney no. doesn't leave the house. Oh, no, never. I just, I just came out for this event. I was in the basement the past 14 uh, days. <laughs> just editing? Yeah. Uh, I've been in the basement. Cool. cool, man. What do you think of these uh, ASMR videos? What are they called? I, know I, I don't know the name. I don't know what they, what they stand for. I saw Paris Hilton do one where she was like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like it makes people go to sleep or relaxes them. It's yeah, giving like, me anxiety. It's like, it's like really high def of like small things. Like if you're writing something down, you can hear like the pencil moving and shit. Yeah. Or like wind blowing. Like I don't know. Like weird shit. My 14 year old niece was telling me about it and she said people are getting paid millions, like millions on YouTube for it. Like it's very popular. It's the most trending thing right now. That's wild. Damn. Well, is it just because shit. people can't go to sleep though? It's like to relax them, but it's like this weird like ghost thing where they do like weird ass sounds to put them to sleep or relax. Like white noise almost? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's weird. weird. I don't that know. That's really weird. I usually just smoke weed so I can't remember my name. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's the next day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. What are we getting into, guys? Do you want to get into some bro talk or do you want to get into like business talk? You want to go? We could do business. I think if we talk business, the people in the back Anybody will here finally have their own shut business the fuck up, dude. Besides Dan. Own business? Not surprised. <laughs> Y'all do? Hey, what man. What, what, we oh, got? Matt, what up, Matt? What up, Matt? Shout out to Matt. Matt, Matt, by the way, if you deal drugs, you are a business as well. We appreciate all <laughs> yeah. of you. Okay. And, and please confirm after the show <laughs> if you do do that. Seriously. All right, but you, but you guys do. All right. Since Sleepy Hollow seems to be the topic of subject. What what is your business? Dog walking? That's sick. Nah, that's right. a lucrative business though. People make Dude, bread doing that. I know those dog walking apps. You can make like thirty bucks a dog. Is that true? How much can you make from walking a dog in a general whatever? And so what do you do now? You have your own, like you hire people to walk dogs for you. You do oh. it yourself? Okay. Whatever makes money. You dog, dog sit. sit? You babysit? Or just dog dogs? Dog sit. That means you get to chill in people's house, right? And pet Fuck their pups? Yes. yes. And you get the pet puppies? Yo, let me get that job, man. No, I'm, about to, I'm about to retire right now. <laughs> I'm bartending. It's, uh, it's, it's tough out there, dude. Dog sitting? Yo, fuck. What's the rich, what's the bit, like the biggest house you've been in? Dog sitting. Yeah. Oh, damn. Bro, we need oh, to damn. start doing I this. I know. Did you go overtime for uh, sitting a horse? Comedian slash dog walkers. <laughs> Getting hired by a house with a farm? 
That paycheck must have been beautiful. Dude, no one's invited us to their big ass house to do a podcast. But but granted, they have a dog. They they'll let you fucking stay, dude. <laughs> Damn. Dog podcast don't give you shit back, oh, yeah. bro. <laughs> I would love to dog sit. I feel like. Besides being on Strix Media, baby. Hey, <laughs> there we Strix go. Media. Ah, no, wrong one. Hey, oh, cool, oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. The gun is orange? Okay, orange. <laughs> That's what it is. What do you think about uh, viral content, Zach? Like, <clears throat> I'm, a, I'm thinking, I went viral before on the internet with uh, some videos, and shout I believe, yeah, shout out Locker. I believe you have to have, like, a page already with all your work so people could see that. Like, you can't just go viral off one video, right? You can, but you won't get a fan base from it because you have to put out work. I feel like you just got to keep putting work out as a creator. Like, you have to have that page already made, yep. have to have those videos made, and then when one hits, someone will go back and like all your other stuff. Are, are you talking about those uh, those viral uh, ones like meme dot whatever the fuck? And just like, like anything in general as a creator, anything you do on social media. Like, I feel like the same premise is for all that. Like, you just got to put the work out, but you already have to have a catalog of stuff ready for a page. Like, I went viral, but I didn't have my uh, uncle's page yet. It was just mine. So no one... Like, you weren't ready yet. The following didn't yeah, translate, yeah. yeah. But, like, I was going on viral on Worldstar, like, a lot. And it just happened where... Your story from how you got big was really mind-blowing. I even told a few people, like, how, the, how you did it. It's like you, like, reverse hacked. You just used your comment... To get to get your name yeah, out yeah. there, that's yeah. a great. I love that story. So like on social media, like on Instagram, say if I'm passionate about a topic, I'll go to that person's page, say if it's like Charlemagne or somebody in radio, and I'll comment like a funny comment, and I'll get like the top comment if you comment quickly, and I'll get like three thousand likes, and then people will start visiting my page, and like people start listening to the podcast. Oh, so because of like, comment. Yeah, it's organic because like I'm going into like something I know about. Like I'm not going up to Kim Kardashian's page and commenting on her thing. I am. I'm going on like hip hop related <laughs> stuff, and then people will see my page and start listening and it, it works so it's like a way around the algorithm yeah. almost yeah. right yeah just like call our daddy when we when we called them out and then everyone started listening on spotify like the algorithm we're right under call our daddy if you look us up cute basement at the means oh yeah but uh <laughs> yeah i had to plug it i had to plug it but yeah just stuff like that little quirks like that work with social media yeah. I'm not. I'm not one to buy fake followers or buy story views. This I shit's got, whack. Don't got, do that. We got yeah, people. Don't. We have verified people in our on on Instagram looking at our stories, and I'm like, are they really looking? Because someone told me that a lot of people buy a story viewer app, and I'm like, Jesus, when does it stop? Dude, there's no people will buy it to like look at a million stories per day. It's a bot for everything. It's a bot for yeah. But there's no like but shortcuts around social media landscape though. It's like they're making it so it's like it's almost like the same divide and conquer tactic. It's yeah. like there's way too many platforms, way too many people that you need to reach. You also need money. You got to pay money. Has anybody in this crowd ever paid to boost the posts? By the way, does it work? No. It is a Definitely science. So you do or you don't. Have you guys? We don't. But you got to live on there, though, right? There's two kinds. You can boost, and then you can do the, 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 the back end, the Facebook advertising. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you guys think about that? He sounds makes, really smart. He makes a lot of sense, and I wish I could repeat all of that back into a microphone. I'm <laughs> yeah, so no, sorry. I should have brought her up here. Uh, but no, she does have a point. Like, I don't know. It's like I have such an old school like view on the shit in terms of like like I do stand up. I'm a comic. Zappy is a comic. Sweeney's got radio experience. So we all came together and did this. But like how I was kind of brought up and introduced to the game was more or less like you focus on your craft and you, you basically just meet people through the shows you're doing like in real life. Whereas now it's like, you don't have to really leave, but it's also real weird. Cause you don't know who you're talking to. You don't know if these like connections are genuine. So like, it's a really weird, like double-edged sword. Like, you're not a people person. Fuck. Yeah. I think you should go that route. But at the same time, you might be putting out, you might be promoting a lot of half-ass shit, though, too, at the end of the day. like Yeah, yeah, you just got to speak what you know, you know, and then yeah. whenever you're starting out exactly like how you did, if you're getting into the scene, you want to let people know, like, hey, this is what I do, you know? And like, yeah. 
Nah, most stuff. Like, I don't know, like, I don't know how it works with radio in terms of, like... Radio's dying. It's podcasting, well, comedy, podcasting everything. took over, but I'm just, like, it's is the it the new same? Radio. Do the same rules apply, though? It, radio's kind of like comedy, because radio's kind of like 80s and old school, so now everything, you just got to build your own brand. It's about being on radio, being on a podcast, doing comedy, doing DJ, events like this. Just, just connecting with exactly. creators and everything. Like, you're, you're the personality. That's what I look at. Like, if you're a comedian, you could host a show like Ellen DeGeneres, or if you're a radio guy like Howard Stern, you could do a podcast, you know, it's just or Joe Rogan. It's a little bit of everything. You don't have to define yourself as just one thing. Mm. You, are you, guys, you guys fuck with podcasts or no? Anybody have a podcast? Who's Anyone got a podcast? Have their own podcast? Anybody have their own? What's the name of your podcast? Huh? You good? All right, guys. Oh, yeah, I think I've seen something. <laughs> I, I'm not even going to lie. I think I've seen something on my timeline. Subscribe Fuck to yeah. You Good. With what's your name? With Dylan. You good with Dylan? Huh? You good. Oh, Kilkinson? Do, oh, do you have problems trying right to there. market your podcast to like friends or family or people who don't Come even on. really know how to like get to a podcast? Wait, hold on. Anyone who has any great advice or gems, just come on one of the side mics hey, and talk because we're doing an audio podcast too. Come here. Anyone have any advice? Come on. Oh, by the way, I want to yeah. take this break out. Shout out to the illest producer and DJ that just walked in. DJ Killgood. Give it up for him, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Yeah, I can't see anyone. Hey. But anyone, check just out that Missy Elliott remix he just dropped. Shit is amazing. All right, dude. What, Dylan, what, you're yeah. good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the podcast is called Ya Good. It's about musicians by musicians. Oh, uh, New Jersey well, musicians. Hell yeah. Yeah, so, so it's like for people who, you know, started music in New Jersey and they're trying to make a career out of it and then, you know, see where it goes. Similar to us. Oh yeah, where are you streaming from? Uh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud? Fuck yeah. Anybody, uh, first guest? First guest you had on? I was the first guest. Oh, you were the first? Yeah, yeah. hell yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. A, Fuck I yeah. I do it with my buddy Nick Kena. He's a, he's a Shout out Nick. Shout out to Nick Kena. Shout out Nick Kena. Open mic host. He's got open mics all over the fucking state. It's, it's yeah. great. Word up. What are you, are you playing a band or a solo act? Yeah, yeah. We're playing tonight. Lady Marmalade. My God. Can't wait to see you, bro. Fuck it. Do you know, do you know a band uh, by the name of Milkmen? Or they were together? By no, the way? I've never heard of Milkmen. No? Okay. I was like the first like New Jersey like band that like I like went to see. It's my boy, Brian. Since then, they broke up. But like uh, those dudes had like a pretty... I think they were getting a record deal or some shit, too. Like They were cool. like pretty far along. But, you know uh, what's really cool from New Jersey is Ben Kenny. He's the bass player from Incubus. Oh, I like uh, Incubus. Yeah, he's from I saw Bre them. I saw them last year live in Asbury oh, Park. so great. He's They're from Brielle, New Jersey. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Yo, you know what I've realized, too? Some of the dopest people are from born and raised New Jersey. Exactly. Like, that's that's yeah. what we're talking about. Like, dude, podcast. Rogan, fucking Dalia. Yeah. Who else? James Gandolfini, I think. Joey Diaz, Bergen County, baby. Catch him at Stress know. Factory at the end of the month. Oh, yeah, he's going to be at sold Stress. Out already. He's coming to Stress Factory at the end of the month. So Shout definitely buy Diaz. a ticket for He sells out, as usual. Hell, yeah. Hell, yeah, yo. What up? So, you know, that's what it's all about, promoting New Jersey, just like... All these people here. We're hey, guys. Shout out to these guys. Whoop. Uh, have you seen the, uh, let me ask you, as an artist, have you seen the trend of people that are born and raised from New Jersey, grew out of New Jersey, but claim New York? No. That's soft. You've never seen that. I would never do that. Have you, any she of has. you guys seen it? But she you've has. seen that, right? Isn't me, that me weird? Her, that happens that. a lot in comedy. You do it? Why would you do that? Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. You're in New York. How old were you when you moved out of Manhattan? No. Nah, yeah. Come on. Nah, I say it starts at the hospital, bro. Fuck that. Bro. I say I say high school. Huh? Nah. I say high school. Yeah. No, no, no. She she's got 14. the right to claim New York. Like I know we know people that do that. They're like, I'm a New York comic, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> I drove you home. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 you yeah. suck, so you're not. You live oh, out here, bro. Shots. Hey. Not him. I'm saying the guy. Dipshit. That's sick, though. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's just a bigger market. It's like if you're from you know San Diego, you're probably gonna say L.A. or whatever. Just because it's New York, like it's New York, like who doesn't want to claim New York, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, though, because New York, I feel like you got to sift through a lot of people before you get to like the dudes that are really purist about this shit. Like, in my opinion, like I've seen a lot of New York acts that are like actors from LA, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, or like, yeah. like you've seen musicians that are claiming New York, but they're from yeah. fucking PA. Like at, it's weird. At, at yeah, the, we, at we, the we end don't of the even day, play New York Charlotte, anymore. No. No, nah, it's a, you know back in the day, like in high school, it was cool to play in the city, and now it's just it's such a pain in the ass. You gotta drive in the Not tolls, good. and like 
there, there's so much stuff going on there. You might as well, you know, focus around here. And yeah, we're, I feel like Jersey probably has one of the best underground scenes, like basement scenes, especially, oh, time, yeah. dude. Like I know for a fact, like New Brunswick has like four or five different main basements that like people play in daily all the time. Mm -hmm. And I've never really seen anything else like that. Like New York seems polished. It's more like venues, yeah. sparkly. It's all done. Like, what are you going to do? Like play at your friend's apartment in New York? Like, yeah, yeah man. Yeah, dude, We've done shows in fucking basements and apartments. I have. Oh, yeah? Yeah, oh, we yeah. just done basement shows. I, I did That's a thing. You living can do, room. You can do a show weird. wherever the hell you want. Like if you're creating your own stuff, you know, just do it wherever. Like this. Like this is like a yeah. sick room. Separate from the bar, it's like, look, look, we create an amazing event just doing something like this. No, I don't think it matters where you're from, because when I was listening to Charlamagne and Joe Rogan on the podcast, they were saying you got to be a big fish in a small pond first. Like, you got to be talented, whatever you're doing, and be good at where you are locally, and then you go wherever. Yeah. You know, you could still go to New York or L.A. and still be great, but you still got to be talented at what you're doing. That's uh -huh. why I feel like, why just, just shout out where you're from, you know? That's, I mean, that's my whole thing. Like, I, I, okay. I, I think... The main fucking like source of where you're coming up with your shit, your substance in yourself is where you're from, bro. Like, 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 experiences. Yeah, I feel like certain people are like lying to a degree. It's like gets weird, but eh, what can you do, bro? I don't know. We gotta get more guests on the mic. So gotta get more guests on the mic. Hey, hey man, yeah, dude. Kicking you off. I don't want to be that guy. Plug but it again. Me plug the podcast again, bro. We're not kicking you yeah, off. I'll, I'll do another plug. A friendly good goodbye. Podcast. Go ahead, plug one more time. Yeah, good podcast with Nick Keenan, Dylan Jacobus, that's me. Hell yeah, give it up for that, guys. Somebody come on up. Get on up. If you, need me later get on if, up. if you need me later tonight for a quick solo, I got you. At Lady Marmalade. Oh, and Lady Marmalade. Yeah, we'll be, we'll be here later. I gotta be drunk, though. Say okay. that. Hey, Shout out to Lady Marmalade. Again, and everybody. Thanks, dude. You. Hell yeah. Yeah, importance of putting yourself out there. I feel like acting as your own network, it's key now. Especially on social media more than ever in 2019, 2020. You know? Who's coming up next, Dan? Where's Tom at? Say so you're finding something. <laughs> Tom, where you at? We got the same name. I want to meet you. Nah, fuck that. Wait, yo, oh, kill good. Kill good. Yo, come come up here, bro. Hey, keep it going for our next guest. Kill good, everybody. <laughs> Shout out DJ Raffy around too. Oh uh, man, I didn't, know, know, man. man. Oh, I didn't even know you were coming, bro. Dude, I made up in my mind. I was like, I'm coming. <laughs> I seen you on IG. I was like, yeah, I'm about to pull up right now. I'm pulling up on us. Hell yeah, man. What you been up to, yeah? Man, just just working, like working on music and driving Uber, which is a new really? thing. Yeah, side so, hustle. Tell yeah, everyone what you do. Yeah, side hustle is real. Yep. Tell, tell people about your, your music. All right, so I, I DJ and I produce. Uh, I play bass guitar and piano as well. So. Yeah, Real just musician, making, bro. making things happen, you know, yeah. just trying to make that vibe. Dude, that Missy Elliott remix you put out was, yeah, that joke was tight. crazy. Yeah, I love disco music. So, like, disco and, like, house, uh, I know Jersey's really big on that. So, I just tried to contribute to, like, the, I guess... Oh, add to the add to the fuel, I guess. Oh, add yeah. to the fire. It's funny. You're supposed to be a guest on our podcast, like in the basement, and now he's here live in front of all the people. You got to give him credit. I know, right? This is like the perfect moment. We tried to plan this, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've been trying to plan this forever. And he showed up to the event. Like, nah. Shout out to him. He showed up for now. Nah, he hung out for Mickey's, though. Remember? Yeah, yeah, he did. I did. That was Mickey Gall. Yeah. On, uh, I was scared so. of that guy, man. That dude was like, <laughs> he's 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 like a cauliflower. You're always scared too, bro. Yeah, he was serious. So, uh, Dude, he, all right, let me ask you. What's up? Uh, I got good questions. As an artist, too. where do you identify as like where you're from? Do you like would you claim East Coast or, or are you claiming from where you're from? I claim I claim LA, but okay. I am in the outskirts, so I'm in the suburbs, like San burbs. Fernando, and then I also lived in Palmdale. So it's not even. I'm like 40 minutes from downtown LA. So what you guys were saying earlier, like kind yeah. of being in another place, but claiming like the larger, only do that when like people don't know the depths of California. Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I give them the landmark, like, hey, LA. But if you're from there, you know the area, I'm like, yeah, yeah, San Fernando Valley. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, like, I feel that. <laughs> so, yeah. But the thing is, though, like, but you would never claim an entirely different state. That's weird. Would you? Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. That's I'm, I'm joking around being funny. Like, yeah, I'm from Virginia because I spent time there, or I'm from New Jersey. That's that's weird. But if I do it, I'm either being funny or just trying to show love. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, just paying respect. Like, I love Jersey. So, yeah, I'm from Jersey. I play around with my wife all the time. She's really from Jersey. I'm not, but I'm like, yeah, I'm from Jersey. I know the area. You know what I'm saying? But I'm bullshitting. Shut up. Shut up. Oh yeah. I, uh, 
What would you say, like, as a musician? Because I know on the comedy end, it's like everybody, wherever you're performing, anywhere in the world, things differ. Certain yeah. things are touchy, certain things aren't. Yeah. In terms of music, what would you say? What would you say is the trend that you've seen? Because I know here. you've traveled, you've played a yeah. bunch of places. So Jer- for for Jersey, what I realize is. Keep the fucking energy up, yo. Like, Guys, keep the energy keep up. The yeah, energy yeah. Up. keep the fucking energy up. <laughs> yeah, like the parties I've been to, this is nonstop high energy. And Cali, like, we chill out, you know, we vibe a little bit. We'll go up, turn up, but then we'll kind of chill out, mellow, play some slick shit. Out here, no. Everybody want to turn up, like, at least what I see. We not trying to go down at all here. And I really learned a lot just as a DJ, just like, hey, Keep that energy there. You know, don't yeah. nobody feel like being all chill and shit in the club. Like, we want to turn up, get sweaty in this bitch. So. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be doing that later. Huh? I so said, we're going to be doing that later. At least I am. Oh, for sure. When yeah, the music yeah. comes on. What, I'm ready. What, what do you uh-huh. think about uh, Russ and his independence? Like, for people who don't know, Russ is an artist who put a song yeah. a week out and blew up. And he just, like, made so much money without even being social media famous. Right. He would just had that underground following. And he just literally sat in his basement and made a song every every week, once a week, right? And Crazy. he didn't put any albums out or mixtapes because he's like, no one cares about me because I'm not famous yet. So he just did the one song a week thing. And he ended up getting, like, I think he was making $100,000 a month off these albums apps for streaming yeah. services if you want to talk about the Man, independent I artist i don't listen to him at all neither do but, i but i, I love but his grind. i see him because his story is really impactful what he's done is just like kind of amazing but it's also like encouragement like hey you know what you can do it differently you can do it the way russ did it and matter of fact you can do whatever the fuck you want to do you know what i'm saying just stay yeah. true to it stay consistent and be genuine you know people want that Something genuine, something real they can hold on to. If the content is good, stick with it, and and you could build something real with the people that actually mess with you. You know what I'm saying? And, right and they'll pay, they'll support, they'll do all these things to stay true. You know, and and Russ did that, and he has a boatload of benefits from all the hard work he put in. You know, that's so right. that's really cool and encouraging. And you ain't tied into a 360 neither. Exactly, you don't uh. get fucked over like some little shitty deal. You don't want that, man. That sucks. I never had a deal, so I really don't know, but... Yo, it's cra- <laughs> it's crazy. Hey, hey, imagine. He had fans in Europe, and he had no fans in the United States. He was going it, out to shows in Europe. It'd be like that, wow. man. Even, like, I think Jimi Hendrix is kind of like that, too. Like, he oh. went overseas and really popped, you know? A lot, so, of, a lot of bands, too, go overseas, too. Yeah. A lot of rock bands, all love. rock bands. I feel like they appreciate the culture. Yeah. Or they appreciate good shit out the gate. You know, they're very supportive, I feel like. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I'm going to go there next. I'm headed over there, too. I feel <laughs> yeah. like like a lot of these dudes that we hear about that are hot in the States now, I've heard them on radio talk about how they were super hot overseas. Yeah. Like, Takashi was, like, big in, like... That's right. Yeah. What was it, like, the Middle He's East or something I like that? So. Like, he was doing, he like, tours in Swiss, right? Sweden. No, Switzerland. Sweden. No, it was in Sweden. In Sweden. Dude, yeah. that's... Sweet. That's mad weird, though. Dude, yeah. from an act from the U.S., in today's day and age, we gotta get every, the, We gotta go. We gotta go over there and blow the fuck up, come back, and just be balling out here. We gotta do that. Y'all gonna <laughs> go with me? We gonna go overseas? Y'all gonna ride? I'm down. Oh, we going overseas, All bro. Right. I'm trying to bomb Even in Paris. Let's Europe. do it, baby. Let's do it. Hey, man. Yo, All guys, right, yo. thank you for coming on, brother. Go, Keep going for Kill yo, Good, everybody. Go, thank you, thank you. All right, Where's Tom? Tom? Where are you? Where's Tom at? The infamous Tom. Come, come to us. He, oh, got, he yeah. got mad at me. He got, I was on a Google Hangout with Tom, and yeah. he, he left. We he got goes, some sweet Tom can't, I can't beef, guys. Kid. We're going we're gonna to wrap it up right here. Keep it going, Tom, everybody. We're going to think I'm an idiot. All right, we're going to smooth things over. I mean, same name. Oh, I don't want to debate. Yeah, he wants to debate you guys. Come on. Just talk about what we talked about on that Google Hangout about providing value and how you you looked at what I do. Like, nah, it's not the way to go. Like, having a YouTube following, a social media following, you're more about making the money first and not getting, like, those connections. Like, how I did those interviews, you were like, but are you getting paid for this? I do interviews at Exotica. I interview, like, uh, radio people, hip-hop people, and a lot of the times you network your way in, and it's free work, but as time goes on, you do get paid. But Tom was talking about how he wants the payment and he's good at with his services and he provides value and he would just kind of like totally against the creator side of me and he, he was angry on the phone. Tom, tell everyone what you do. Tell everyone what you do. <laughs> he's good at, what he, he good at what he does. I saw what he does. I don't know what you do. I want to know what you do. Seriously. Uh, so I've been in the video production industry for 35 years. Uh, been doing video since I'm, I'm 17 years old. Huh. And um, I've I've literally done everything in the in the video world. I've traveled the country. I've done presidential elections. 
runway fashion shows, first year of American Idol. So I was a freelance camera operator uh, and worked the Amadou Diallo trial for CNN. I mean, wow. I, I don't even know if you guys, like I'm old, right? I'm, a, I'm the dinosaur of you the group. You look good. Uh, you thank you, I appreciate good, that. So I'm the dinosaur of the group. And so your world mystifies me. Okay, when you, when you guys are saying, oh, we're gonna do all this work for free in, in, in hopes to get an audience, in hopes to get paid one day. I'm like, I, I don't, I've never seen any business model in my life work that way. I understand, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm very old school. Yeah, I, I, sh I showed, like Dan Jan like, was like, no, hype yourself up, show them what you do, like everyone on the Google Hangout. And I was like, I was on, I'm on YouTube, I got two million views for my interviews. And he's like, but what does this do? Are you making money on it? And I'm like, not a lot of money. And Tom was like, like, like all his eyes. Paid gigs only out. for Tom, guys. No, but I understand. I understand. No, I don't, I don't me, want anybody walking away from here tonight hating me because... No, no, no. We don't hate you today. I look like the idiot, if anything. We like, don't hate anyone with the name I'm Tom. I'm not putting what you do down. I just want to know how you support yourself. You know, how do you, how do you pay the bills at the end of the day? Yeah. So, in a world where I'm going out there and I'm, I'm butting heads with a chief marketing officer or a CEO of a company... And, you know, they want to pay less and less and less for video and film. And I'm trying to be one of the guys who are in the forefront and say, no, we provide quality. We provide value. Uh, look at what we provide here. Look at the service that we have. Uh, and they're like, well, we'll just get it for cheaper or we'll find someone who will do it for free. And I kind of feel like uh, what you guys do... Uh, it hurts guys like me, right? So when people are doing stuff for free to build up their resume or their portfolio or themselves or... Like, I don't get... You guys can educate me. I don't know how an influencer makes money. Like, I really don't. Well, I'll be honest with you. We're not, we're, we're not influencers. We're, 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 like, we're like broke comedians who work Uber jobs, side jobs, and try to live the dream. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, we're yeah. not like, bro, we have two million followers on Instagram. I don't got a million followers. I don't even know. We've actually had people on, people with verified checks, people with millions of followers, who break that down to us. So we would try to break it down to a guy like you after it's broken down to me, and my mind is in a million pieces. But I have no idea, because I'm, you know, I don't do this buy a bot to look at my story to try and work my way up to millions and millions of followers. But I have done stuff for low to, no to low money because just to get my name out there or I was passionate about yeah, it, especially if I'm passionate about it. Like if I'm genuinely interested in doing it and you're going to give me no money and, but it's going to be a fun time for me, I'm going to enjoy it, I'll do it. But I know I know the right you're going. There's a lot of people, not just old people, I'm not saying you're old, but like there's a lot of people who are like that. It's like, nah, yo, I know what I'm worth. Pay me this or get somebody else because well, I'm going to put all my all into it and it's going to look good. But I still see where he's coming coming from though too because there was a there's a point in time nobody could really pinpoint it but yeah. it was the game shifted where it's now it's if you prove your me. worth online before we invest in you money wise yeah. so yeah. the era that that we're coming up in is more or less you're playing the long game if, if you get what I'm saying, where it's like you're working, you're multitasking. I'll be dead by then. So <laughs> example, a sponsorship on a podcast. They send five thousand dollars worth of product. They don't pay you five thousand. Yeah, they're they, like, we're gonna see what you want to, you're gonna do with this, and how you're gonna advertise our product. Yeah. See, what I what I would advise. If someone came to me and said, "Hey, Tom, mentor me, help me grow my business." I couldn't mentor you in, in the way you do things, right? I can only mentor, your, mentor you in the way I know how to do things. Right. And, and I want to I structure my deals in such a way that not only are, uh, that we're making money, but then we're profitable. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, no, that makes it's, sense. Not, it's not just about, uh, like, I'm a greedy hog. No, we're business people first, right? right? We're business people first. The reason why you get up every day to do what you do passionate about something, you have a passion project, or you really want to do something, but at the end of the day, never forget, we're in this because we're business owners. Right. We're all here, I would imagine, because we're business owners first. Yeah. And it's your responsibility as a business owner to make money. That's the hardest yeah. thing I think as a creator is mixing the business and creation for some creators like comedians. Definitely me and Alex because I'm not a business owner first. I'm a comedian first. Well, no, you are because I mean, be like the first step, I'm just saying the first step in becoming a business owner, even on paper, would be LLC your name. 
Like you're like what's your state? Whatever you're going on stage as, you should. LLC. I think with Tom, that's true. Tom, the creator, there's levels to it, and he's a seasoned veteran at his craft. I'm sure when you were like 17, starting out, you wouldn't have the same. You wouldn't be doing the same exact thing you're doing now, right? Like you started some free projects when you were younger, or intern. I'm having a hard time hearing you. He was saying that uh, he was like uh, when you had first started. Uh, you, you interned or did stuff you were passionate about yeah, you did, weren't getting paid what you're getting paid now pretty much yeah that's a great question so you, you're right I, when I was very young like you don't start as a top tier creator like you are no, now no, season I, better, I've, been in, the, I've been in this industry for 35 gotcha. years and I'm going to tell you right now I started on the very very bottom of the, of the pole okay interning production assistant I worked my way up through and had every title Grip, Gaff, Best Boy, LD. Damn. You know, I didn't wake up one day and have mommy and daddy, and no disrespect to anybody here if this is your journey, but mommy and daddy didn't buy me a red and I didn't start calling myself a director of photography one right. day. Yeah. I, I earned every stripe I had. Uh, and that's just, uh, you, you know, when you were on a film set or on a video set years ago, it was very. Um, it was almost like an like the military. It was very mm. structured. If you were a grip, you only really were allowed to touch the sandbags and put a sandbag on a grip. You know, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you don't touch the camera. Don't look at the camera if you're not in the camera department. And it's just not that way anymore, you know. And and what was once a very glorified industry, it, it keep you know the cameras are getting smaller, and now you. I mean, you have 6K and 8K in your pocket, you know? Yeah. Where's it, where's it going? I don't know. So, again, you guys are the future. You're taking over. You're in a, you got this long game. Yeah. Like I said, when I say it again, I said it before jokingly. I hope I'm dead before then nah. because, <laughs> because otherwise I'm going to be a greeter at Walmart then or something like that, you know? Nah, I might but be that tomorrow. I got... <laughs> I'll definitely I, have your mentality as, no, I, I, as I progress in what I'm... You know, the profession I'm in. You know what I'm saying? I understand where you're coming from. I just want to ask you, like, you doing what you're doing... What's your business model? Meaning, what's your end game? When you tell me it, you're in it for the long haul, you're in it for the long yeah. game, what is that game? If you say to me, my game is this, 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 and this, and I have a roadmap to get there because other people have done this, and I'm following in, in those footsteps, and there's a blueprint for success. You're saying that the blueprint for success, creating one is key in any business you do. Are you, are you trailblazing it or is it made already for what you want to do? Is I'm asking you a question. I'd say that I planned out some stuff, but as, as you know, sometimes when you plan stuff, it doesn't always go as it's, it's you know what I mean? You got to like reinvent the wheel a little bit, do your own thing. But I think my thing is more being like a media company, whether I'm hosting an event like an Exotica or I'm doing comedy with these guys or I'm doing YouTube things, pretty much I'm going to host the type of show and then have a media thing where I interview people. It's kind of like my own radio station, my own podcast network is what I'm going for. But everyone has their own dreams. They want to be stand-up comedians. But I think I like connecting with creators and I'm having this network with, with that and with Strix. Shout out to Strix. Somebody Mainly said, I'm an interviewer. I'm a radio personality interview podcast host and do comedy. So for, for me, social media... Um, doesn't mean anything to me. I know. Either, honestly, it I don't. Means you nothing to me. And that that that's what I'm saying by the difference in eras. Because like the younger, I'm caught between, because I have that mentality that you have of having a plan. So my first three years in comedy was get good at the craft, then get past somewhere. Okay, I got past somewhere. Okay, what are the what are comics doing? Podcasts. Cool. Oh, you could also bring in revenue from a podcast online. And then that's when that's when the new era meets where it's like, I think the old school values shape you to be the best that you could possibly be at what you're doing. And then this new generation, it's almost like everybody's their own PR. Everybody's their own marketing manager. Everybody, everybody's wearing many hats when when your era was it was. You wear one hat until you wear it perfect. Then you wear the next hat until you wear it perfect. Yeah. Then you wear the next hat. And I think yeah. that the younger generation lost sight of that. And I think just the older generation is just catching up now to what social media is doing. And Tom. But like, whatever, what he's saying makes a shitload I mean, of sense. Like, but the thing is, 
we don't buy fi fake followers and stuff, but there's companies who are like, well, we need your social media numbers up to work with you. So we're like, shit, we might as well just promote our stuff on social media. As many eyes could see, that's good, you know? We're not here doing fake things and like shady things like that. And we're really, we don't like social media, but it's almost like you got to use it now more than ever in today's day. You almost get pigeonholed. So, I don't know. It helps I, business. It, it, you can get lost in this social media. Exactly. You can. I mean, if I if I'm scrolling on Facebook, I, I I can get mesmerized with all the ads and everything that's being thrown at me, and like I can get lost in it. No in a, real like information. In a bad way. Yeah, yeah, no, no real information is being retained in a really yeah. bad way, and everyone's a guru, and everyone wants to yeah. sell you something Bullshit. and buy my program, and I'll take you to the promised yeah. land. And I'm like, oh my God, shut the noise off already. Yeah. You know what? You know what I invest in? I invest in systems. When a lead comes to my website, I, I know for a fact I have a 33 and a third percent closing rate. Yeah. So I know I have to generate so many leads to get to so many closes to get to a certain dollar amount. Yeah. And I also invest in uh, a sales trainer. You know, at the end of the day, no matter what we are doing in life, we're all salespeople, right? Yeah. You're, right? you're a comedian, right? Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta sell yourself every day. Most definitely. Right? So, yeah. th what's your sales process? You gotta start looking at it like that. Yeah. What's your sales process mm. to get to the next booking, to get to the next paid gig, to, to, yeah. to now be flush? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah. Tom's right. Tom, that might be like an old school mentality, but it's a right mentality too. And especially if it comes from a different time, you know, social media just, it's not what it, it it's just a new thing now. And the, the thing for the younger guys is more so gain a following first and then you can have a bunch of different avenues. We don't want to kick you off, but we got to go to the next one guest. One last question, Dan said, wrap it up. But what advice would you give comedians or creators, like, because you're kind of in the video field, you're in the video field, right? What advice would you give the young people that you don't understand all the way? So I would say, I think I'm going to just recap what I've been saying the entire time, okay? My advice to you is have a business plan, have a business strategy, and stick to it. Essentially, burn the boats behind you. If this is what your passion is and this is what your, your dream is, go for it with all of the fiber in your soul, okay? And make sure that Everything you do gets you one step closer to accomplishing your goal. Now, I know that's going to sound very passe and very generic, but at the end of the day, it, it, you're a creator. Your soul you know, burns to, to do what you want to do. Right. So keep doing it, but try to, try to find a way to be profitable at it, because if you're not profitable at it, you won't be doing it for long. Hell yeah. And then you're going to be in depressed, and, and broke. Like me now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And burnt out. Hell yeah. yeah. Spoken and like a true creator. Halfway okay. there, baby. Yo, guys, give it up for Tom, guys. Give it up for Tom. I could have fucked for two hours. Thanks a lot, Tom. We appreciate it. All right. I think Thank Gerard's you, coming up. Ah. New Jersey comedian Gerard. You can catch him around New Jersey and New York. Very funny guy, guys. Give it up for Gerard. Give it up for Gerard, everybody. Yeah, what's good, bro? How you doing, man? What's up with you, brother? Chilling, man. Gerard Harron sitting in, stand-up comedian. He could kick oh, some. He could kick How some ass. This is this is the big guy side. I like this. this How is you good. feeling? Oh yeah. yeah. This this chair is nice and broken Hell in. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> it's happening. How you guys doing, man? Chilling, man. man. Chilling, yeah. chilling. Yeah. Dude. Tell everyone about yourself. Where you can find you? What you do? Comedy. I know we did a show a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it was fun. yeah. I'm a comedian. New York, New Jersey comedian. Uh, I'm on Barstool Sports with the Sean Latham show and. Mm. Uh, Funny or Die, a whole bunch of good stuff. I got a whole bunch of shows. I'm going to be in Atlantic City all weekend at Tropicana, Bally's, and then Ocean Resort Saturday and Sunday. So nice. if this is live right now, come out and see me. Hey. And if, it's not, Gerard if it's not live, then, uh, you know, also I just bragged for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you know Gerard Francis Ellis? Huh? Do you know Francis Ellis? Yeah, yeah, I've done a he's, couple shows with him. He's been Frankie. on this podcast. Huh? He's been on this podcast. Oh, you poor bastards. <laughs> <laughs> he's clear. Oh, well. <laughs> Nah, he's great. He it's going to turn into the best thing that ever happened in his career, man. You know, the problem with him is, is that he is, like, literally the walking embodiment of white privilege. So <laughs> he, he's, he's already, Harvard. you know, yeah. Twitter. Hey, <laughs> hey, Francis, how's the weather today? Oh, where did I go to school? Harvard. <laughs> uh, I, didn't, I, didn't I, I knew from your smug smile you were at Harvard. Uh, come on. You know Andrew Schultz, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think Those of that approach, uh, a social media approach where he puts the videos on the clips? Everybody that doesn't do it the Andrew Schultz way is, is stupid. Talk They're about done. it. You think that's his own way? He didn't no, really, he no. didn't really so create I, that. I'm, I'm, I'm not doing it as well as Andrew Schultz, but I've done this, the same thing. So uh, I, can, I can tell you exactly what happened, all right? this is I've been doing comedy now. This is my eighth year of doing comedy, right? Okay. And 
I mean, I just started getting good. I sucked for a long time. Like every comic, they suck. And oh, when yeah, you I think suck. you get good, like I, I, you know, I get passed at clubs. Like I look back at the sets that I did that got me passed at clubs in New York three, four years ago. Cringe and Adam. I'm embarrassed. Yeah, I am. In, I took them offline. It's so bad. Wow. Uh, and I understand that's a necessary step. But there's such a better way to do it now, man. My life kind of changed about three years ago. Excuse me. I, I was uh, I was the weekend host at Dangerfields. I had worked. Okay. And I was the Sunday host at Dangerfields, and this guy came and he saw me that day, and he was like, "I got this YouTube guy named Darren Knight. Uh, hmm. Do you want to come down and, and do shows? Open up." And it was me and this guy Rocky Dale Davis. And they were like, "He's oh, new. Right. He, I love he, Rocky. Yeah, Rocky's so dope. Yeah. He, he's new. He's new at comedy, right? This dude's new at comedy. He's only going to do 15 minutes. Then we do a Q and A. So both of you guys do a half hour at the top." I was like, look, man, if you pay my way down there, no big deal. All right, I make 250. It's it's like nothing. You know, I'm sorry. I, I told him I make 25. I make 25. No big deal. <laughs> We're supposed to do three shows, okay? We go down there. The guy sells out. It's like nothing I ever saw before. 1,500 seats. They added two other shows. This guy wow. brought in like 7,000 people over the course of five shows in three days. God damn. Yeah. This all from YouTube? Yeah. Popular from YouTube. And his live act was nothing. He'd been doing comedy for six months. His live act was a, a live a live telling of his YouTube Don't videos. Don't regular comedians hate that shit? Yes, like but I'm going to get to it, right? I got a check for $2,500 for the weekend. I went to him and I was like, bro, I make $25 a set at Danger for like $25, yeah, yeah. not $2,500. He's trying to tell me, you did great. I wish I could do, give you more. And I'm like, just do this and let's keep doing this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. You know, and wow. the craziest thing about it, bro, I went on like tour with them and then I come back and I'm doing my, my house sets and I suck. I'm not funny. And I'm telling the same jokes that I'm getting like applause breaks on the weekends. And I'm like, this is crazy. And not to be, like name drop, there's a dude named Jimmy Fallow who's an unbelievable guy. He's on TV all the time. And he, he's, uh, you know, the weekend closer at Gotham. And I'm, he was like my comedy rabbi. And I was like, Jimmy, man, like, I, I don't think I'm funny anymore. Like, what's the deal? He goes, Gerard, nobody's funny when they're the sixth comic on a 15 comic show and the tourists are starting to realize Tina Fey's not showing up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you yeah. go from a situation where you're getting paid really good money to tell jokes in front of people that are there to have a good time, not tourists that have been like, barked in under false pretense. Exactly. And they're like, oh, it's only $10. I can see Dave Chappelle. What a deal. Is it New York Grand? And yeah. then it's like, yeah, I don't think Dave Chappelle is showing up to this basement in the village. No. Uh, and and by the way, that $10 ticket, there's a two-drink minimum. Drinks are $15 each. <laughs> so you would say the comedy game's changing. And is it for the good what or I'm worse? What I'm saying is, is that you made a great point. Comedians, they think, like, you sell out. Like, you know, oh, how could you work with those yeah, guys? Yeah, like, yeah, I was yeah, getting hate. Yeah. And then he I, yeah. had the worst Just for Laughs ever. He, he yeah. bombed oh, as dude. bad as it could be. And people were like, how could you How could you work with this dude? And I was like, yeah. I'll sell out every damn day Dedicated of the fan week. Base. Are you kidding me? $2,500 check, bro. Dude, people and get you're mad. doing what you love. People get mad because they're like, I should be the one headlining. And I'm like, dude, go do shows in front of 500 people. Be funny, right? And then people like like Marnie's show, man. There was a lot of good comics on that show. You could look at that as, oh man, I'm I'm better than an ensemble show. Or you can look at it as, here's 250 people that have never heard of me. Let me go kill it, and then walk out of there with some new fans, man. I like, mean, I, I ain't I a hate, dicks, but yeah. I hate the, the false arrogance. There's this false arrogance of like, if you don't act like you're better than this, you're somehow like not one of the, those yeah. guys. But like, it's it's insecurity. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's definitely insecurity. Or the dudes where. When you meet them at first, like before the show, they're kind of standoffish. But then, like, you'll do good, and then they come back. They're like, oh, yeah, man. So, yeah. Uh, hey, I like, also love uh, the guys, man. As soon as they see you, without you even asking, they start running down their resume to you. It's like, oh, it's been a long time. I was, <laughs> bro, last time I seen you, that was before I headlined Caroline's, and that was before. I, uh, I'm yeah. proud of you, man. Nah. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Might as well say I'm proud of me, well, I'm bro. I'm proud yeah. of you, but you know what? Do you like what, dude? Like, come on. You are you? Know, and are you, I was gonna say, are you a proponent of YouTube and Instagram videos and creating content on social media? Yeah, are you, yeah, are you yeah. like one of those guys? Like, I'm a I'm a hardcore stand-up comedian. You'll see me at the seller only. Yeah, no, nah, you see. I'm, I get hated on by those dudes, and I get I get lectures from guys that I really really respect, and they're like. Crazy. You got to take yourself more seriously. You're a funny dude. You got to go through the, you know, pay your dues, blah, blah, blah. See, I played minor league baseball for, for five years, and I see a lot of parallels in, quote, unquote, minor league comedy. That's and I'm like, dues. And I'm like, 
No. Yeah. Nope. Here's the deal. I saw these dudes. I'll give you a perfect example, right? I don't do shows that I don't get paid for anymore, like at all. Like, I just don't do them. And people get really upset with me, kind of like, who do you think you are type of deal? Like, people in New York will do $25 shows. I was like, God bless them. Do it. I'm not telling you not to do it. I'm not saying you have to do it my way. But I also now, I've got 100,000 followers, and I can do a live in my pool and get 800 people watching me. Why am I going all the way to the city, paying all those tolls, have to park, have to sit through everybody else's set to do 15 minutes, make 25 bucks? And how many shows in New York do I have to do to talk to 800 people? Uh, That's what I'm saying. So I'm not saying not to do it, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't do it, because especially in the beginning, you need to get good. And I think that's what's happening with a lot of these YouTubers, is that they're not putting the work in. So when they have this opportunity that thousands of people are coming out to see them, they're not ready. So they're going to get that one time through, and God bless them for it. Why would you ever want to take food out of somebody else's mouth? But... Right. That if you can be both, if you can be really good and work the social media aspect and have a following, you can do this forever and make really good money, man. And, think, I mean, and you're uh, building your own brand too with the social media Logan stuff. Paul just sold ten thousand seats to watch him in a slap boxing contest. This is the worst. <laughs> sure. But I'm now like, imagine if you were actually talented and you could sell those ten thousand tickets. If That's you're inspiring. Not, if you're not doing it, I feel the same way. I'm not a hater at all. I see it the other way. Me too. I see it almost as like, he can do it, I can That's do it. Said, These clowns can do, do it. it. I am. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That's how I do podcasting. And then even parallel it with the guys who run headliner clubs across the country. It's like, dude, you could suck at comedy, but you have 3 million Instagram followers. You're going to sell out a Wednesday night show. Bing We're booking your ass. You could have been doing stand-up two years. You could not be doing stand-up at all. You go on stage and do reenactments of your Instagram videos. Yeah. You're going to get booked. I, I will give you, to speak to your point, I'll give you the perfect example, all right? I was out in LA, I, was, I had a show that we were looking to sell, ICM had partnered with me on trying to sell this show. Uh, yeah, name dropping, woo, I'm very important. So, <laughs> so, I'm out there, and he's trying to impress me, and dude's named Adam Genovese, a really cool dude, and he's like trying to impress me, right? He's like, have you ever played the uh, comedy store? I'm like, no. He's like, you wanna play the comedy store? Yes, Adam, I want to play the comedy <laughs> store. He goes, all right, check this out. And he calls up. It was, uh, what's her name? She just died. Uh, uh, Mitzi. Mitzi. Called up Mitzi. R.I.P. And she didn't ask if I was funny. She didn't ask how long I've been doing comedy. She didn't ask if I had TV credits. She asked him one question. How many followers does he have? Crazy. That was the only question she asked. Well, first of all, ICM's calling, so whatever. I guess they figured it's vetted. Yeah. She asked him how many followers you have. At that time, I had like 65,000. He's got 65,000, but he's on the rise. She was like, all right, we'll give him an 11 o'clock spot. I did the belly room. I, would, I had a good set. And then I played the main room the next Man. night. And here I am going from a literal nobody to playing the main room in two days at the con- now the right guy made the phone call right but the only question asked like you said all these comedians right how could you do that if I had never done that I don't have 65,000 followers I don't get a chance to play the store also that's the game to me I don't get it either mm. a also lot of people push that back 25 years ago and Ari Shafir is trying to get past the seller or at the comedy store he's auditioning seven different times over the course of five different years making sure he kills before he even gets passed to do the belly room well that's, that's why they, there was no social fucking media but that's why they get really upset yeah. they get really upset for the same reason you know boomers don't want like student Matt loans yeah. they're like I paid my student yeah. loans yeah there was yeah. seven grand back then dude yeah. like yeah yeah Ari yeah, I'd be done by now. Just movies. because it sucks for you doesn't mean that you should Gotta make it suck, suck for everybody else. You know what I'm saying? So I get it. And I also get that it's super frustrating in the beginning because anybody that's ever tried to make content and you, you put something out and you get 150 views, you're like, screw this. Yeah. But they don't understand the algorithms. And literally the algorithm is put out content three times a week at the same time for a year. And then everything will, there'll be a, like a trickle down effect on everything else. That's you like what Russ did. Uh, I don't know if you were here for it. We were talking about Russ, the independent artist. He put out a song a week and that's the same. He was saying the same thing. That's how, that's like, everybody has these algorithm hacks, how to beat the algorithm. Put out content at the same time every single week and be man enough to do it for six weeks, for six months, seven months, eight months when nobody's watching. Because yeah. all it takes is that one video to hit and then people scroll. And you got a discography yeah. and shit. Well, exactly. What's your take same on thing comedians? With like Ryan Davis. Comi- yes, exactly. That's my Ryan's, boy, yeah, Ryan's, Ryan's a great cool. dude. We interviewed him. Amazing. He's been on here. Great dude. Amazing great dude. I, and I he can back it up Ryan on stage with Ryan can. Yes. What's up? And Ryan can back it up on stage because he's a stand-up and he's funny as shit. Yes, but, yes, but... 
he's funnier with his fans Definitely. than yeah, he is exactly. doing a show with six or seven other people. Oh, like yeah. that's the thing I don't think you know the New York crowd really understands. There's a lot of people that are funny like in New York on like they say New York jokes. You know what I'm saying? And then they get out of New York and their comedy's not universal at, at all. all. Like you can't go into like I just headlined in Addison, Texas, right? Dallas. I couldn't go like this guy Trump, right? And get like applause from the East Village and yeah. be like, yeah, this guy sucks. Like, yeah, you're on my side. You know what I'm saying? Texas, yeah. Texas, yeah, yeah. you gotta but but that all that means is you gotta craft jokes. So I, I the reason I bring this up is that we're we're falling into this trap where if you do it this way, it's the right way. It's still a trap. If you come up through New York for 10 years and you're a New York comedian and then now you want to make real money and go out on the road, but you've ever only told jokes to one demographic, the rest of the ro- the rest of America doesn't give a shit about eat, your worldview. You're going to eat shit. You're going to eat shit. So it's the same thing to me, right? What I love using Facebook for more than anything else is a focus group. Hmm. Like I can tell a joke and I kind of push an issue on Facebook and I get to see exactly like... What okay. the crowd would have uh, responded all like. Right. Maybe this is a little far. Okay. <laughs> I can go up to this point and no point further. Yep. You know, and you see how passionately people like interact with you too, man. So it, it's not no different than a tool. Why would you get mad at somebody for using a tool? Like imagine like surgeons coming up to people today using robotics and being like, you're not a real surgeon. <laughs> That's not the way I did it. You know, like. Still what? getting done, bro. Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't need money. Micro technology, <laughs> like just cut his damn leg off. That's how we did it in the Civil War. No, Party. dude. I've been, I've, no. I've been running into a lot of comedians who are afraid to take that social media jump. You ever run into a lot of them? Where I've been running into a lot of them recently in the local area, where they're funny, they're creative, but they don't want to put that content out. They don't want to take that jump. I guess it's like. Well, I think you, he said it before. It's insecurity because no matter who you are, it's starting over a little bit. That first content you put out is going to get 200 views. And I think and you need that. People that don't know who you are, they're going to be like, "This guy sucks." Like you know. Yeah. Like, you need that for you, when the thing hits, they look at your older stuff like, oh, yeah. Just like you guys have a podcast, right? Yeah. What would Mark Marin be without a podcast? So should some comedian from the 80s be like, well, I didn't need a podcast to get on? Like, no, these no. are all tools, man. It's trends. It's, it's fucking the future. It ain't 1989, you know? Dude. Social media podcasts. Again, so like all these guys rip on. And you know what? I, you know what I think really they end up telling on themselves and you see this with a lot of comedians too too much in new york comedy is talking to the back of the room you talk over the crowd completely Comple- yeah. and oh the booker's gonna like this for, yeah. you're performing for comics yeah, bro oh, the there. comics like this yeah, nah. you forget about the people actually paying money this is the one show they're gonna go to a, a year this is date yeah. night right yeah, yeah. so while you're shoving your geopolitical worldview down somebody's throat hoping another comic says wow i can't believe he did That's that what brilliant. a fun joke there's a whole marketplace of of fans that are paying fans that will come to your shows, buy your merchandise, support your career, and all they want to do is be entertained, right? And Not that's entertainment clowns. Yeah, like literally, and we forget about that. And I know that sounds like a sellout. It sounds like somebody justifying no, selling out. I'm telling you, like. That's what you need to do if it's you want to make the job. if you want to make the living. That's yeah. what you need to do. You got to dance. Too many people think every too many. I I personally think too many people think every show they do is an audition to like write on the Daily Dude, Show or something like that. Like shit. Like I got get a million followers and then you could write your ticket. Eh. Get a million followers. Brother told me the best shit ever. He was like, you know, in order yeah. to eat on the road the way you want to, he goes, you need one percent of America to like you. He's that's like a lot. One, he, he was like, that's a lot now, but it's he was 3. like. 3.3 3 million people. Yeah, but he's like, it's only 1%. It is. He's like, it's only yeah. 1%. And I was like, yeah. Bro, Facebook's got 2.7 billion people. That's yeah. two times the size of China. No, yeah, you, you got to use social media. You got it. Insane. Yeah, I mean, come All on, right. man. We don't want to rush you off. We got to bring the music up soon. It's a lot guys, of fun, dude, guys. gems from Gerard Haran. Guys, get up hey, for Gerard. Check him out. Let's go find your dad. Thanks for coming yeah, if I could throw, throw a pug, like I said, it's uh, Gerard Heron VT on Facebook, at Gerard Heron on Instagram. I got Hell shows. Yeah. Are you from Jersey? Jersey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell nice. yeah. Well, Jersey City. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. okay, I work at White Star. All right, man. Warren cool. Street, man. Awesome, man. All right, guys, Sounds give it up for Gerard. Thanks, yeah. man. Thanks again, guys. A lot of fun, man. Thanks again, man. All right, guys, wrapping up Shout now. Out Lou. Yeah, guys, we got to wrap. This has been the live pod. Thank you to Strix. Thank you to Dan. Thank you to Zach and their whole crew. Guys, give it up for them. Woo!
Give it up for yourselves. Give We're Keep It Basement. You can find us anywhere you get podcasts and YouTube. Tom, Mike Sweeney, Alex Nicholas, Tom Zappi. Guys, thank you so much for coming out. Super honor. We really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, thank you guys.